Hello and welcome to All Indians Matter. I am Ashraf Engineer. 2022 is a key electoral year for India. Five states go to the polls and there is also the presidential election. There is no greater bellwether of the political situation than these elections. They will tell us the direction India is taking and also what lies ahead for Prime Minister Narendra Modi and his Bharatiya Janata Party. In fact, the BJP is in power in four of these five states and the opposition is looking to take advantage of the various missteps taken by the state and central governments. To give you a sense of the scale of the elections in Uttar Pradesh, Uttarakhand, Punjab, Manipur and Goa, they will involve more than 180 million voters. That's more than the population of Russia. In this special episode on the state elections, we will look at the high stakes battle in Uttar Pradesh, Uttarakhand, Punjab and Goa, while Manipur we will examine in a future episode. What are the main issues in these states? Who are the main players? How does the electoral math stack up and what are the voters saying? All Indians matter. Of all the states going to the polls or having already cast their votes, Uttar Pradesh is the one everyone wants to win. It is India's most populous state and it holds the key to the gates of New Delhi. Not only does it have a large assembly, it has the largest number of parliamentary seats. Normally it's a multi-cornered contest, but this time around it's looking like a one-on-one between the Samajwadi party and the BJP. The battle includes sitting chief minister Yogi Adityanath, a 49-year-old monk with a rabid Hindu supremacist philosophy. His tenure has been marked by unashamed targeting of minorities, hate speech, and a brutal crackdown on those protesting against a discriminatory citizenship law. It's also been characterized by a shockingly poor handling of the COVID-19 pandemic. Hospitals overflowed, ventilators were in short supply, and there were long lines outside crematoria. Eventually, many desperate families buried or cremated their loved ones along river banks and many bodies floated downstream to neighboring Bihar. There was a cataclysmic collapse of healthcare and millions lost their sources of income. Here's what 24-year-old Saki Singh, a law student and practitioner from Uttar Pradesh had to say. First thing I can say that jo uh, medical system tha pura proper wo bahut hi zyada worse tha bahut hi zyada like each and every person have felt that thing have gone through that trauma uh, like there was fear of covid so like even people fear from going to hospital hmm. because uh, like you can see that there was lot of suicides in hospitals uh, and everything so uh, clearly we have seen that there was no available uh, the the doctors were not available nurses were not there and like there were abandoned covid uh, houses like uh, only a block of buildings or something and then uh, no nurse to take care of them and there was even in uh, like hospital we can see that there was no uh, quarantine like people were not properly quarantine even like in mm-hmm. hospitals and like people were lying there and uh, we have seen we have seen the pictures we have seen that it have gone worse and worse only so yeah. now uh, the healthcare management was very very poor during uh, the yogis government this covid situation yet there was a massive advertising campaign claiming that uttar pradesh is turning into the paragon of progress something no one believes no matter which way they choose to vote The Agra Lucknow Expressway did open to the public in 2018 and there are other major ones planned such as the 340 km Purvanchal, 296 km Bundelkhand, 91 km Gorakhpur and the 594 km Ganga Expressways. 
These are, however, a long way from becoming a reality. The Samajwadi Party is led by Akhilesh Yadav, a former Chief Minister and son of another former Chief Minister, Mulayam Singh Yadav. Mayawati, who leads the Bahujan Samaj Party, doesn't seem to be making much of an impact. The Congress, meanwhile, whose campaign is being spearheaded by Priyanka Gandhi, is looking vibrant but isn't expected to make inroads. The BJP's main plank has shifted rapidly from offering economic progress to communal polarization. There have been multiple instances of hate speech and the police and election commission couldn't be bothered about it. The BJP is also using the Ayodhya Ram Temple issue to garner Hindu support while promising temples in place of mosques at Kashi and Mathura too. The outcome of the election will be pivotal for Modi's bid for a third term in 2024. Over the last two parliamentary elections, the BJP has won most of the 80 seats in Uttar Pradesh. If the party loses the state election, it will hugely damage Modi and his prospects in 2024. The farmers' protests against three farm laws, which they said would destroy their livelihoods and make them dependent on large corporations, is one of the main issues in this election. The spirited protests forced the withdrawal of the laws, but the resentment is said to be still simmering in western Uttar Pradesh. This region is dominated by the Jat community, which voted for the BJP in the 2014 and 2019 general elections and the 2017 state election. In that election, the BJP won 66 of the 76 seats in this region, which propelled it to power in Lucknow. However, that support has almost certainly weakened. The BJP is trying to counterbalance that by touting its so-called achievements in improving law and order. Meanwhile, caste continues to be a pivotal factor. The BJP, traditionally a party of the upper castes, got its caste arithmetic right in the 2017 assembly election by mobilizing the support of the non-Yadav and non-Jata voters, that is the other backward classes and scheduled castes. The Yadavs and Jatavs were traditionally voters of the Samajwadi Party and the Bahujan Samaj Party respectively. The other backward classes comprise 43% to 45% of the Uttar Pradesh population, whereas scheduled castes make up 21%. The other big factor is unemployment. According to the quarterly periodic labour survey, the unemployment rate in the 15 to 29 year age group was 23.2% during January to March 2021. It has sparked protests and the news from the ground isn't good on this front. Sudanshu Singh, a software engineer from Jaunpur in Western Uttar Pradesh, gave voice to this anguish. The scene is that employment is not in Uttar Pradesh. If you look at it, I talk a little bit about local. In Jaunpur, I see who has a type of job. So, you will get all teachers, professors, and in this case, banking sector, प्राइवेट की तो बात ही बात ही हटा दीजिए यहां पे कोई फैक्ट्री इंडस्ट्री कंपनी नहीं है आई एम अ सॉफ्टवेयर इंजीनियर बट माय जॉब लोकेशन इज बेंगलोर माय मेनी अदर फ्रेंड्स फ्रेंड्स आर आल्सो इंजीनियर डन एमबीए एंड एवरीथिंग बट सबका जॉब बाहर है सबका जॉब बाहर है एंड आई एम नॉट Yes, I'm working from home, so that's why I'm uh, here right now. And uh, so, so, so uh, I'll put two points uh, on unemployment. That Uttar Pradesh, you see, there is no private rozgar, there is no government. In the government, you have seen the RRB scam, and the TT scam, and the government promises. In the UP, there are more population. 
बट उसके हिसाब से भी बाकी सिटी से ज्यादा भी यहाँ पे लोगों का मतलब सरकार का एम होता है कि हम बहुत ज्यादा टीचर्स को एम्प्लॉयमेंट देंगे क्योंकि उसके सिवा ये एम्प्लॉयमेंट कहीं दे ही नहीं सकते हैं मेजर सेक्टर्स में मैं बोल रहा हूँ छोटा मोटा ये इंजीनियर्स एंड ये सब प्राइवेट सॉरी पब्लिक सेक्टर्स में ये सब छोटे मोटे आ गए बट इसके सिवा उनके पास कोई जॉब अपॉर्चुनिटी है ही नहीं सो गवर्नमेंट इज नॉट क्रिएटिंग अ जॉब अपॉर्चुनिटी पहले वो अपॉर्चुनिटी क्रिएट करेंगे तो दो चार साल सब बाद पांच साल बाद जॉब्स मिलेंगे फॉर एग्जाम्पल कोई कंपनी शुरू होती है आते ही वो हजार लोगों को हायर नहीं कर लेगी अंटिल वेरी बिग कंपनी और रेनोट कंपनी सो आप अपॉर्चुनिटी क्रिएट तो करिए इंस्टेड ऑफ जस्ट डूइंग दिस हिंदू मुस्लिम राम मंदिर बट हाँ योगी ने क्या किया एम्प्लॉयमेंट के ना क्रिएट तो नहीं किया मंदिर बनवा दिए चार पांच जिसके बदौलत क्या हुआ पचास लोग हजार लोग गमछा लेके जहां आप बोलेंगे वो लोग उनको पचास रुपए पकड़ाइए गाड़ी में तेल भरवा दीजिए पूरा दिन आपके पीछे नाचेंगे चाहिए तो मैं अभी हजार लोग मेरे को पैसा दीजिए मैं सबको नचवा दू एक दिन के अंदर कुछ नहीं कह दो मंदिर का ईट रखवाना है जौनपुर मंदिर बनवा रहा हूं ये सब किसका आउटकम है अनएम्प्लॉयमेंट दे डज नॉट नो कि उनको क्या करना है क्यों कर रहे हैं ये नहीं उनको एम्प्लॉयमेंट की आवाज ही नहीं उठानी है कि आप मेरे यहाँ अपॉर्चुनिटी क्रिएट करिए क्रिएट तो करिए लाइक फॉर एग्जांपल यू कैन सी कि अभी नोएडा नोएडा इज अ प्लेस जहां पे अपॉर्चुनिटीज आ रही हैं वाई कैंट यू एक्सपेंड इट टू लखनऊ इज अ वेरी गुड सिटी तुम आप क्यों नहीं क्रिएट कर सकते चलो अभी आप आप पब्लिक सेक्टर में जॉब क्रिएट करना गवर्नमेंट की पूरी पूरी रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी बीट सेंट्रल बीट स्टेट गवर्नमेंट दोनों कुछ नहीं कर रहे हैं ना करते आ रहे थे Perhaps the most interesting electoral issue is stray cattle. They are destroying crops and causing accidents. Their numbers have risen because farmers and herders are abandoning cattle that are old or no longer needed because Hindutva extremists frown upon their slaughter. The country hasn't forgotten the lynchings over cattle transport and slaughter and so farmers and herders are taking no chances. Before the BJP came to power, there was an established system of old cattle being slaughtered for their meat and hide. this was also a source of income for farmers not so anymore as far as political alliances go the bjp is fighting in coalition with smaller parties such as the apna dal led by anupriya patel and the nishad party led by sanjay nishad nishad is focused on the nishads kewats bins mallas kashyaps and manjis communities whose occupations are traditionally centered on rivers such as boatmen or fishermen The Samajwadi Party meanwhile has teamed up with the Rashtriya Lok Dal led by Jayant Chaudhary grandson of former Prime Minister Chaudhary Charan Singh. The RLD has influence in western Uttar Pradesh among the Jats and if the community decides to shift its allegiance from the BJP then is this combined that will benefit. They have also tied up with other smaller parties such as the Suhail Dev Bharatiya Samaj Party the Mahan Dal and the Janwadi Party. Also in the electoral mix not allied with either of the major groupings is the Azad Samaj Party led by young Dalit leader Chandrasekhar Rawan All India Majlis e Ittehad ul Muslimin chief Asaduddin Owaisi is also focusing on Uttar Pradesh with Muslims comprising 20% of the population If the Muslim votes are split between the Samajwadi Party and his party it will benefit the BJP As I said earlier Uttar Pradesh's 403 seats are critical in the national context The result will give us a fair indicator of how its 80 parliamentary constituencies will vote in 2024. The state also accounts for 31 of the Rajya Sabha's 245 seats, so it's the state to watch. Let's now come to Punjab, the other major North Indian state in the electoral mix. 
the central electoral issue is undoubtedly the farm laws and their rollback. The Modi government had to capitulate on them because of the intense protests led by farmers from Punjab and western Uttar Pradesh. The anger against the BJP hasn't dissipated and there is a real fear that the farm laws will return in some form after the state elections are over. Here's what Nitin Sharma, a 23-year-old businessman from Pathan Court, thinks. The farm and rural sectors have been in turmoil, much like elsewhere in India, because of the steady economic decline witnessed under the Modi government and the mishandling of the COVID-19 pandemic. Wages are falling and the number of people seeking employment under the Mahatma Gandhi National Rural Employment Guarantee Scheme is rising. Even after the lockdowns ended, the number of people demanding work under the scheme remained consistent at about 30% more than the April to June 2017 quarter. Unemployment is an issue even in Punjab. In fact, the Congress's promise of providing one job per family to 55 lakh families was one of the reasons for its success in 2017. When the Shiromani Akali Dal BJP combined left office, Punjab's unemployment rate was 7.8%, significantly higher than the national average of 6.1% according to the first periodic labour force survey. The rate remained 7.4% in the third National Statistical Office report for 2019-20, even as the national unemployment rate reduced to 4.8%. Naturally, this is a poll issue, which is why the Congress Chief Minister Charanjit Singh Channi made the jobs promise. Let's also look at the sacrilege cases which have become politically sensitive. Recently, a man was lynched at the Golden Temple in Amritsar after an act of sacrilege. The incident brought back memories of 2015 when the Holy Book of the Sikhs, which they treat as a living guru, was insulted. Now, there is a demand for strict action. Lastly, the drug menace, which doesn't seem to go away. Being a border state, drugs are smuggled first into Punjab and many youths have become addicts. Each party claims it will eradicate the menace, but it has been a long-standing promise and not much headway has been achieved. According to a report by the Ministry of Social Justice and Empowerment in 2019, Punjab has some of the highest substance abuse rates among all major states. The Congress came to power with a comfortable majority, winning 77 of the 117 seats but faced internal dissent, after which it had to replace Captain Amarinder Singh as Chief Minister. He has now launched his own party and is fighting the election in alliance with the BJP. However, it is the Aam Admi Party or AAP which has emerged as the Congress's strongest rival. It has declared Bhagwant Maan as its Chief Ministerial candidate and points to its performance in Delhi when campaigning in Punjab. 
the Shiromani Akali Dal, having snapped ties with the BJP, is now in alliance with Mayawati's Bahujan Samaj Party. However, it's not expected to make a dent. Punjab too is significant at the national level because it sends 14 MPs to the Lok Sabha and the farm laws, though repealed, will continue to have an impact on the way the state votes for the Assembly now as well as the Lok Sabha in 2024. Besides, it's among the handful of states the Congress governs, so it's critical for the Congress to retain Punjab. It will not only secure its reliability in voters' minds, but also enhance its presence at the national level. That brings me to the last North Indian state that has voted, Uttarakhand. The ruling BJP's internal discussions have identified the impact of the second wave of COVID-19 as a serious challenge to its popularity. The farm laws agitation has made its presence felt there too, and the lack of jobs, a major electoral issue in every state, are a matter of serious concern. There's a general sense among the youth that the promises made in the previous election were not fulfilled. In a chat, students of Barcourt Polytechnic said the quality of education should be improved so that students get better skilled and can compete on a level playing field with others. The periodic labor force survey for the October-December 2020 quarter found that 27% of those between the ages of 15 and 29 in Uttarakhand do not have a job. This was higher than the national average of 25%. Unemployment is at a peak. It is estimated that a third of Uttarakhand's youth is unemployed and it ranks 10th highest among Indian states in unemployment. As everywhere else, unemployment has a gender skew. Women's unemployment stood at 35% compared to men's at 25%. This indicates also that the self-employment and employment schemes introduced by the BJP have failed. As far as the agriculture laws go, farm leaders campaigned against the BJP. This government should be given a vote ki chutti, said farmer leader Rakesh Tiket. The slogan of Faslo ke daam nahi to vote nahi will have to be raised, he added. Also, Uttarakhand is perhaps the only state where education has emerged as a poll issue. Roughly 8% of government schools are in shambles, say education officials, and the people want that to change. Since we are speaking of social infrastructure, it's worth looking at healthcare because the state didn't do well in handling COVID-19. Uttarakhand has slipped two spots to 17th among states in healthcare rankings, performing badly on almost all indicators, according to the Healthy States Progressive India report on rank of states and UTs released by the central government think tank Niti Aayog. It was a one-sided battle in 2017 with the BJP winning 57 of the seven assembly seats, but According to Dehradun-based political commentator J.S. Rawat, there is a strong anti-incumbency in the state due to the BJP giving three chief ministers in just five years, which is all set to spoil the party's chances. However, wherever the party wins, it will be on the strength of Modi. As in Uttar Pradesh, Modi has announced big-ticket connectivity and infrastructure projects in the state, such as the long-awaited Vishikesh-Karnaprayag railway line and the Chardam all-weather road. Upendra Singh, a 28-year-old event manager from Bageshwar, gave the thumbs up to the infrastructure works. Look, in our village, like in our village, the rain comes from the rain. But we have so many tenders passed in our village. In our village, the road comes from the rain. You can think that it will be 3-4 hours. In the rain, the rain comes from the rain. 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 पांच साल छह साल पहले की क्या कहते हैं लाइफ पहुंचेगी सड़क पहुंचेगी तो जो कहते हैं कनेक्टिविटी जो कर दी है आसान कर दी है शहर के साथ 
तो मेडिकल सुविधाएं जो पहले आज हमारे गांव में इतनी मेडिकल सुविधा नहीं थी सर अब धीरे धीरे मैं नहीं कह रहा हूँ पूरी बेहतर पर धीरे धीरे सर उन्होंने काम करना स्टार्ट कर दिया है The BJP is pinning its hopes on Modi while the Congress is banking on its old war horse Harish Rawat to return to power in the hill state. AAP is contesting here too with retired Colonel Ajay Kothiyal as its chief ministerial face. None of these parties have entered into any significant alliances. Here's what Pawan Kumar Pankaj, a hotel manager at the Corbett National Park, had to say. बीजेपी में जैसे आपको पता है कि कुछ चेहरे बदलते रहे थे लेकिन पुष्कर सिंह धामी जी के आने के बाद बहुत सारी चीजें बदली हैं और लोग काफी खुश हैं और उनको चाहते हैं दोबारा मुख्यमंत्री के पद देखना कांग्रेस की जहां तक बात है कांग्रेस का पत्ता यहां से ऐसे इसलिए साफ हो सकता है क्योंकि इनको खुद ही पता नहीं कि किस आदमी को किस पोजीशन से और कहां से टिकट देनी है उनको लड़ानी है और किसने क्या काम किया है उनका ये है कि आज यहाँ से नॉमिनेशन करेंगे जनता वहां उनके साथ खड़ी हो जाती है चार दिन के बाद पता चलता है कि नहीं जी मेरा नॉमिनेशन तो यहाँ से नहीं है मेरा कहीं और से हो रहा है जिसके कारण जनता में काफी रोस्ट है जनता बहुत दुखी है और एक छोटा सा एग्जाम्पल यही रामनगर का है कि यहाँ पे हरीश रावत जी जो पूर्व मुख्यमंत्री रहे हैं कांग्रेस के उनको यहाँ से टिकट मिला था और उनको यहाँ से लड़ना था और उनके जो एक बहुत बड़े सपोर्टर है मिस्टर संजय सिंह नेगी उन्होंने काफी होप लगाई हुई थी कि यहाँ कुछ चलेगा लेकिन फाइनली क्या हुआ कि संजय सिंह ने की यहाँ खड़े रहे और वो यहाँ से अपनी सीट बदल के दूसरी जगह चले गए नेशनल सिग्निफिकेंस उत्तराखंड हैज फाइव लोकसभा एंड थ्री राज्यसभा सीट्स लेट्स कम नाउ टू गोवा द लास्ट ऑफ द फोर स्टेट्स वी आर लुकिंग एट टुडे द मैसेज इज क्लियर इट्स ऑल अबाउट द इकोनॉमी द इकोनॉमी इन द बीजेपी रूल स्टेट इज अ मेस टूरिज्म इज इट्स मेन स्टे बट द पैंडेमिक लेड वेस्ट टू दैट लैंडस्केप Many hotels and restaurants shut. Room prices fell by 40 to 50 percent. There was not enough work for taxi drivers. It's no wonder that Goa has one of the worst employment rates in India, according to the Center for Monitoring Indian Economy. Unemployment in March 2021 was at 21.1 percent, and the second and third waves of COVID-19 only made it worse. The youth are very upset because there are few government jobs, and there is a rise in corruption during the selection process. Pralat Kamlikar, an 18-year-old engineering student, had this to say: "In the field of employment, our Goa is very lagging behind because uh, for, for employment you require some skill or education, but uh, all skills and education is not present over Goa right now. Uh, in uh, I think in 2032, our uh, Mopa International Airport project will be get over, but there are uh, not uh, good skills." that we have we uh, we are not have knowledge about unemployment has been compounded by growing fuel and cooking oil prices retail prices have risen by about 10% over the past 2 years compared to 8% over the past 5 and a half years iron ore and manganese mining generated many jobs but a judgment passed by the supreme court has halted mining work since 2018 some reports say 2 to 3 lakh people were affected So every party is promising to pass a law to restart mining. AAP announced that until mining jobs are restored, households dependent on it will get an unemployment allowance of rupees five thousand per month. The BJP and its allies in power for a decade are banking on social welfare, law and order, and infrastructure. They are focusing on the roads and bridges they've built, and a reduction in crime and road accidents. There is also a budgetary increase for tourism. However, not everyone is impressed. Here's what Siddharth Ishwar, a 24-year-old engineer from Panjim, thinks. जो पहले के प्रोजेक्ट साइंसन हुए हैं बस वही है बाकी कुछ भी नहीं है नया ना हुआ है 
बेसिक सिस्टम्स कोई गवर्नमेंट नहीं इम्प्रूव करता अब वो बीजेपी के आ जाए या कांग्रेस के आ जाए अगर टूरिस्ट हब है तो ट्रांसपोर्ट सिस्टम बहुत अच्छा होना चाहिए वो नहीं है यहाँ मतलब कुछ नहीं रोड्स तो चलो बना दे रहे हैं बट पब्लिक ट्रांसपोर्ट कहाँ है बस मिलती नहीं सात आठ बजे के बाद सुबह आठ बजे से पहले बस नहीं है कहीं जा नहीं सकता पब्लिक ट्रांसपोर्ट नाम कुछ नहीं है कैब वालों का अपने ही रेट चलते हैं Ak meanwhile has promised free electricity of up to 300 units a resumption of mining within 6 months of coming to power in addition to jobs for all and allowance for the unemployed the congress promises to implement the nyai scheme under which rupees 6000 would be transferred to poor families every month it has also said it will not allow goa to become a coal hub which has been at the center of a citizens movement along with ap mamata banerjee's trinamool congress has entered the fray It too has focused on jobs promising 2 lakh new ones with 80% reservation for goans and 10000 vacancies in government jobs to be filled in 3 years apart from the direct benefit transfer of rupees 5000 per month to a woman of every household and a collateral free loan for goan youth of up to rupees 20 lakh at a 4% interest rate the tmc and its allies have announced unemployment insurance for up to 6 months The BJP is fighting on all 40 seats while the Congress is in alliance with the Goa Forward Party. The TMC meanwhile has allied with the Mahashtrawadi Gomantak Party which ruled Goa many years ago. While Goa has only two Lok Sabha seats and one Rajya Sabha seat, it's always an interesting election because inevitably there are a range of smaller parties in the fray. It's also where large regional ones look to expand when they have national aspirations as we are seeing with the TMC and AAP. It's also a state where political affiliations are fluid. According to the Association of Democratic Reforms, 24 MLAs have switched parties in the past 5 years. In proportional terms, it's the highest of any state. Siddharth, the young engineer we spoke to earlier, expressed Goa's disillusionment. यहां के सारे मिनिस्टर दल बदलू हैं सही बात है वो मैं अगला वही पूछने वाला था कि तुम इस चीज को कैसे देखते हो कि देखो यहाँ पे आप कोई भी पार्टी को वोट दे दो कोई भी हो अब वो बीजेपी हो कांग्रेस हो आप हो टीएमसी कुछ भी हो गवर्नमेंट लास्ट में उसी का बनेगा जो एमएलए खरीद लेगा लास्टली बिकॉज कॉन्स्टिट्यूंसीज स्मॉल बिनिंग मार्जिन टेंड टू बी फ्यू थाउजेंड और फ्यू हंड्रेड वोट्स सो इवन अ स्मॉल स्विंग कैन चेंज कैंडिडेट्स फॉर्च्यूट एज यू कैन सी इट्स अ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग एंड पोलिटिकली क्रूशल टाइम फॉर ऑल मेजर पोलिटिकल प्लेयर्स एंड इनफैक्ट इंडिया इट्स This is almost a semi-final to the 2024 general election and you can see that in the intensity of the campaigning. How these states vote will give us not only a fair idea of India's political mood but also perhaps what direction our democracy will take. We'll know on March 10 when the results are announced. The reporting for this special episode of All Indians Matter was done by Apurav Srivastav, Bhumika Singh and Shitej Rao. Thank you all for listening. Please visit allindiansmatter.in that's a double l i n d i a n s m a t e r . i n for more columns and audio podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at @ashrafengineer that's a s h r a f e n g i n w e r and all indians count that's a double l i n d i a n s c o u n t. Search for the All Indians Matter page on Facebook. On Instagram the handle is All Indians Matter. Email me at editor at allindiansmatter.in. Catch you again soon. <laughs>